Hope Sidney Crosby's okay. Why's that? Uh, it looks like he's circling the drain. What? Not good. If you've uh, logged on to Twitter, Taz and Jim on Y108. Sidney Crosby made you look like he's going to prison. The Golden Boy, Sid the Kid. Look at this. It appears to be a CBC article. This is a sad day for the whole of Canada, says the Post. What happened during yesterday's interview with Sidney Crosby? CBC News headline: Sidney Crosby revealed the shocking truth on live TV. It looks like his life is going to be ruined. <laughs> and it's Sid getting escorted to prison, it looks like, by uh, five, five or six police officers wearing, uh, like, riot gear. And then a picture of what appears to be Sidney Crosby's mugshot. He's looking pretty good in the mugshot, by the way. Here's another post. Sidney Crosby. The police are hunting for him. Such a sharp jump in income aroused great suspicions. <laughs> the post reads, this one's, a, this one's CTV news, apparently. This is a sad day for the whole of Canada. <laughs> Sid the Kid does kind of sound like an outlaw name, Billy the Kid. Is this, this <laughs> obviously... This is another one. This is a sad day for Canada. CTV news saying goodbye to Sidney Crosby forever. <laughs> Pardon me. They're all ads. You can clearly see they are marked ads on Twitter. Why is Twitter allowing this? It's nonsense. Sid Sidney Crosby's not going to prison. Yeah, yeah. But they look like news articles. They look like news articles, and they're all completely fake headlines. Do you know what happens when you click on them? Does it bring you to Wish.com or something I'm like that? I'm afraid to click on it yeah. because I don't want my phone to... Get hacked or... Or the algorithm goes, oh, more of this? Here you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's do more fake ads. You know what? I've been seeing weird ones like that, too, that don't make any sense. And they all have one or two likes, but they're super scandalous. And it's always like, Canadian journalist, Mary Berg or, or something. I've never seen this person. I don't oh, know Mary who Berg, they are. Mary Berg, she's a TV chef. I've seen those as well. Mary Berg's life, is, life is over. Yeah. She's said, ruined her what? career. Mary Berg. Yeah. But you're, and then I look at it closely, and it does say in light gray letters, ad. In the top corner. Yeah. Here's one. Michael Buble accidentally confessed on the air, and everyone has learned the truth. Okay, that one I do believe. CTV News, biggest scandal in Canadian history, and there's a picture of Michael Buble. And then a guy who, I, I don't even think that is Michael Buble, a guy who kind of looks like him. <laughs> Getting his shirt torn off in a crowd. up by the, by the cops. <laughs> Biggest scandal in Canadian history. Couldn't be. Like, I I guess he's still a white guy. That's about as close as it gets. (laughs) Why is Twitter allowing this? Yeah. How can it be legal? Well, somebody somebody must be paying for this ad. Right. How do do the CBC and CTV feel about this? I mean, they could start doing it with Global News. Yeah, yeah. Who is part of our company and... and, uh, and just it creating more distrust with the media, yeah, yeah, as well as slandering Sidney Crosby, a national treasure. Because <laughs> you always hear spam bots could just be pumping these out. Like you could, these stories could be pumped out by a spam bot easily. But yeah. the fact that they say "ad" on the corner means somebody's paying for them. What is the motivation for whoever has paid for these ads to be posted on Twitter?
If you haven't seen these crazy fake ads that are popping up on Twitter, we uh, did a little montage, posted it on Instagram. Maybe you're not on Twitter anymore. You want to see this stuff? It's crazy. It looks like legit news articles um, about famous Canadians. Michael Buble getting arrested. Sidney Crosby uh, had three or four what looked like news articles pop up in my timeline mm-hmm. and it's Sidney Crosby in an orange jumpsuit. He's going to prison. He, he confessed live during an interview to some heinous crime. And now his life has been ruined and it's all fake. None of these headlines are real. And if you look closely in the top corner, it says ad. What are they ads for? I don't know. I, I was scared to click on it because it looks like some sort of scam. We've got some calls here. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. This is Larry. How are you? Good, Larry. Have you seen these ads that make it look like Sidney Crosby's on the run from the law? No, but because I actually left Twitter, I want to say, six to eight months ago, and this is the exact reason why. These stupid ads that mean nothing, um, yeah, like I was getting ads for excavator equipment. <laughs> I've never searched excavator equipment in my life. No, so no pool in the backyard. The algorithm, sorry. No pool in the backyard. You don't have some bodies uh, to bury. No, <laughs> no. no uh, so yeah, somehow the the alg- their algorithm figured I needed to see these ads. Well, they've quickly escalated things from excavator equipment to. Michael Buble has been arrested and he's right. going to spend the rest of his life in prison. I don't understand what what these are ads for or why they would even allow these things anywhere near Twitter. Well, and like another reason why I left Twitter is like scrolling my news feed. It would be, you know, a tweet from somebody I follow, ad, ad, tweet from somebody I follow, ad, ad. So, yeah, I mean... Elon Musk must be desperate for money to be allowing all these ridiculous ads. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, yeah, when you click on those big articles, you usually get boner pills, penis enlargements, or uh, local milfs in your area. <laughs> You know what? Maybe they're not so bad. <laughs> well, if That's they had just them. told us that, yeah. I would have clicked it. Now my algorithm makes sense. <laughs> why are they trying to trick us ah. into it with fake stories about Sidney <laughs> Crosby? It ain't so bad. Jim just got a text message from his wife who is traveling on the train. <laughs> is it okay? Can you read well, yeah, this no, it was It was yesterday when it happened, but uh, she goes, OMG. I'm on the train right now, and somebody farted so bad I can smell it through my mask. It is the strongest smell I've ever smelled. It is so bad. And I said, do you have any suspects? And she said, several. (laughs) Now, if it was as audible as that, she probably could have traced down. It was as silent but deadly. (laughs) It was one of those... Whether it's on a plane or a train, those things, there's not much circulation going on, man. Suddenly you're playing a game of Clue. (laughs) What did that guy eat? Guy got kicked off a plane recently for loudly farting to annoy people. This is a headline that is out there 
this week a uh, story that was posted on Reddit, American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin last week. Plane was still at the gate. Person uh, noticed a disgruntled passenger. They described that person as maybe hungover. <laughs> Everyone had boarded. This this guy starts arguing with another passenger. They're going back and forth, and eventually the hungover guy says, You think that's rude? Well, what about this? <laughs> and he audibly farts. Whoa. Towards somebody? Well, he, he, he weaponized he it? He purposely farted to get back at the, yeah. the, the other passenger he was arguing with. That's biological warfare. The, the farter was removed from the plane, and apparently they were only half an hour late getting to their destination. Mm. I'm okay with this guy getting kicked off, i got to be honest. <laughs> it's the worst part. There's two worst things about air travel. Two things you don't want to be thinking about while you're sitting in this in the seat. One is the fact that the plane could crash. Yeah, yeah. The other is you're breathing in a lot of people's farts on that flight, whether you can smell them or not. Yeah, yeah. Not something you want to have top of mind while you're on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. We all know what's happening, but like, like we all know there's <laughs> pee in the pool. I don't want to see it. I don't want you to see you pee in the pool. Yeah. You don't stand on the edge of the pool. Yeah, listen, we all know. We just don't know. <laughs> oh, that is, somebody just let one go. I wonder if they were proud of themselves or if they were a little embarrassed on that train with your wife. They were like, well, that was a good one. Yeah. Well, sometimes you think you can get away with it. You're like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I let two go and nobody noticed. But then all of a sudden, wait a second. You know the saying, though. What? The one who texts about it usually dealt it. <laughs> usually it rhymes. Is there a chance it was Sarah? The one and who texts just, it wrecks it? <laughs> she's just covering her, Maybe. her tracks. She's playing the real long game on this one. <laughs> How you doing? We got some uh, big football games coming up this weekend. Lions fans are concerned that the Bills... Bad fortune is going to rub off on them this weekend, Jim. Mm, why is that? Well, because there's a viral video that's going around. It's a Lions fan tailgating with some Buffalo fans from this past weekend. Have you seen this? No. Uh, back of a pickup truck, you got a Bills fan lifting a Lions fan up on the back of the truck, and then he throws him into a flaming folding party table. Oh, wait, I did see this. And the Lions fan, it doesn't work out well for him. John Cena. Here he goes. Table breaks. Everyone's laughing. And then the Lions fan gets up. His butt's on fire. His pants are on fire. We really need to teach the youth about stop, drop, and roll because I've seen, it's funny because I've seen specifically Buffalo Bills tailgating party videos because it used to just be the table was dangerous enough, but now I don't know if it's just this year, but it's ramped up this year where now the table has to be covered in booze and that booze is lit on fire. Every video I've seen, which has been three, Everybody's just run around. They're on fire and they're running around. They're trying to slap it out. You got to sit in a snowbank or stop, drop, and roll. Like I like the comical sit in the snowbank. That's a nice option with the the relief of the <laughs> yeah, <sighs> and then you see the steam go up as he slowly <laughs> melts into it. 
Oh. Yeah, it's like on a cartoon where your butt's on fire after like skidding on asphalt and you dump it in a bucket of water. Sharon Osborne this week was doing a public speaking event. And she says that Ozzy Osbourne wants to say goodbye properly to his fans. Um, we all know Ozzy's been suffering from some major health challenges over the past few years. He was hoping to go out and do a larger tour, but that's not happening now. He's just not in good enough shape for that. But uh, Sharon is saying that he is going to do two shows. Okay. Maybe a few more, seeing how he feels. But two shows, they're going to do it uh, in Ozzy's hometown, Birmingham, UK, and make it a big celebration of his career. Sharon says, Ozzy's voice is still absolutely perfect. All the time he's been off, he's been doing singing lessons and practicing. His voice is perfect. Okay, sweet. So his voice is perfect, but his legs and back are not doing well. Yeah, he's uh, obviously struggling. But you know what? I went and saw Phil Collins on his last tour when he was in Toronto. And this is the start of his health challenges. He had to sit down the entire concert. Yeah. I was fine with it. He sounded fantastic. I saw Rage Against the Machine. And Zach had to sit down the whole time. It worked. Yeah. If they get him a cool enough chair, like if it's a throne of bones. Yeah, you know, Dave like, Grohl. Remember Dave Grohl broke exactly. his leg and he had the cool throne? The Rock of Throne, the Throne of Rock or whatever they call it. There's all the guitar necks, like uh, Game of Thrones or something like that. But yeah, have him sit down on a bone throne or come out on a... <laughs> skeletal horse or wheel him out on like a uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs like you know where, where he's in the straight jacket yeah, yeah. a lot, lot of options for Ozzy <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to move around make it theatrical have a wolf man carry him out oh that would be awesome <laughs> just carry him the whole time <laughs> I like the bone throne yeah. sounds like you're flirting with your wife there <laughs> yeah, hey come have a seat on the bone throne oh, honey, honey. <laughs> You earned it. <laughs> Even if Ozzy's voice wasn't great, man, I'd go. Like the guy, you know, just to see his final performance. Mm-hmm. Even if he said, "Listen, I'm not what I used to be. My voice isn't great, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to do two more shows, sure. so I can be in front of the fans one more time." I'd respect that. I'd yeah. almost prefer that to have him singing live to the best of his ability as opposed to lip-syncing up there on stage. Yeah. Even if he was lip-syncing, I know it's like a cardinal sin. But when you're 70, and, like, there's enough stuff going on in the background of these shows. It's almost like an Alice Cooper show. Like, no. it's a crazy theatrical thing. And, and Pyro, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Ozzy doing two final shows over in the U.K. Might want to start planning a trip. We don't know the dates yet. As soon as we find out any of that information, of course, we'll pass it on. I want to see. Sports time with Devin Peacock, our sports guy here on the Taz and Jim Show. Joey Bats, Jose Batista is not going to be a baseball Hall of Famer. He is not. The uh, announcement was made yesterday who is going into the Hall and who is not going into the Hall. Todd Helton, Adrian Beltre, and Joe Maurer are going in. Joey Bats is not. It was his first year on the ballot, but to stay on the ballot, you must get at least 5%, and Batista got 1.6% of the vote in his first year, so he is off the ballot. If he's going to make the Hall of Fame, it's going to be through the 
Veterans Committee, which also seems unlikely. And if we are being honest and true and just looking at the numbers, uh, as great as he was for the Blue Jays, he's an all-time Blue Jay, but he is not an all-time player in the in the major leagues. He is not a Hall of Fame guy. Do you think he was expecting to get in? I don't think he was. He doesn't even have 400 career home runs, let alone 500 career home runs. So there's certain benchmarks for stats that you need to make to to expect to go into the hall. And he had a couple great years, but he did not have that sustained excellence where you could point he was definitively one of the best players of his generation that you would look for to have him go into the hall. I think as time goes on, we got to make it harder for every sport, every athlete to get into the Hall of Fame. You think it's too easy, Jim? just as I mean, let's just think of in a hundred years how many players are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like it's going to be over. It's going to be too much, and it's not going to really mean anything. If a player is going to the Hall of Fame, they have to kick another guy out. <laughs> there should be a total limit. I think you got to look at it in eras, right? Like uh, guys who played eighty years ago played in a completely different era than guys playing now. Someone's going to come along that's going to be even better than Connor McDavid. I had someone ask me the other day: Is John Tavares? a Hall of Famer. You look at his numbers, he's over 1,000 points, not at 500 goals yet, but you play out his entire career, he's at 1,200 points, he's probably at 500 goals plus, but as we sit here right now, he's never won a heart, he's never won a major trophy, he's never Mm -hmm. won a Stanley Cup, but he's a guy that would have the numbers to go in, but he's one of those guys I think people would talk about, is he a Hall of Famer, is he not? For me, he is definitively yes, but he's never won a major award. He's never won any of those awards that say you were the best at your position in any one season. So he's an interesting conversation in that realm, similar to uh, Joey Bats in some ways. Groundhog Day is coming up, not this Friday, but the following Friday, February the 2nd. And (laughs) PETA is already starting to campaign against... The big groundhog out huh? there, Punxsutawney Phil. Mm. PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, want Punxsutawney Phil replaced with a giant gold coin. Huh? Yeah. They, they say that Punxsutawney Phil has been making predictions since 1886. He's only been right 39% of the time. Oh, this is insulting. So their logic is you'd be better off just flipping a coin. Heads or tails? Hmm. Early spring, late spring. Wow. A little caddy from PETA, huh? <laughs> Ironically. So wait, so they ripped off a Wireton Willie. Now they're going to rip off Sudbury with the giant nickel if they get a giant coin? Nuh-uh. What came first? I think Wireton Willie was a ripoff of Punxsutawney Phil. I don't know. <laughs> Depends who you ask. I don't even want to Google it. This is the statement from PETA. Groundhogs can't make heads or tails of the weather forecast and shouldn't be jostled around by large members of a different species and thrust in front of noisy crowds for a photo op. It's, you know, the things that happen to groundhogs in farmers' fields throughout America, Punxsutawney Phil is doing okay. (laughs) Pretty good life. I'd rather have his fate than... The majority of fate of, I mean, we've all seen Caddyshack. Is that how you want to go out? I do like how the uh, the groundhogs strike back sometimes. Like, what, was it Punxsutawney Phil who bit the mayor on the nose one year? 
there was something like that. That, is that was pretty great. Yeah, you showed me a video the other day of like uh, a bull jumping into the crowd somewhere and getting revenge on the people watching. Like, yeah, at a bullfight. Yeah, and you know what? It is <laughs> kind of nice. You mess with the bull, sometimes you get the horns. You sure. mess with a groundhog, sometimes it bites you in the face. Sometimes you get the chompers. <laughs> we are doing a Groundhog Day celebration. We are not replacing. A groundhog with a gold coin. That would just be ridiculous. No, no. Instead, we are using two alpacas. <laughs> but these things, I've been to where they live, and they're living the dream. Oh, yeah. They've got a nice life out there yeah. at Sylvan Alpacas. And yeah, they're going to be showing up with two alpacas, Marshall and Floyd. They will be looking for their shadows, and that's how we're going to find out whether or not we have an early spring in the Taz and Jim listening area. So a week from this Friday, February 2nd, we'll be live at the Pierside Pub once again in Port Stanley. Why Port Stanley? Wyerton's too far of a drive. <laughs> All right? <laughs> if you're in the area, come join us or make sure you tune in for the festivities with the Taz and Jim Groundhog Day extravaganza. WWE is moving raw to Netflix. It seems like these streaming services are really trying to jump aboard the live event train. And to comment, we've got wrestling superfan. Here he is, Mark LaBelle from our sister station, Fresh Radio. Hey, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Big day. Big day, guys. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about this news? I, I love it, honestly. Uh, I mean, there's been talks about street, uh, you know, wrestling going to a streaming platform in the past here. Um, kind of whispers of it. And for a while, it was talking about Amazon Prime was going to be the one. But then Netflix yeah. just steps up here. And well, Amazon got in with the NFL, and they were doing the Thursday night games this past season. Right, right. So I guess maybe they're kind of latching on to the NFL, and Netflix is looking around and thinking, hey, we should get the WWE in here. And I think it's a great decision. $5 billion deal or something. Holy so. cow, man. So Raw is Monday nights, right? Yeah, Raw Monday, is night, Monday Raw. nights. So it's only going to be Monday Night Raw on Netflix. So SmackDown is still on Friday nights, and that's on uh, whatever network it's on now. You can watch it on Sportsnet here in Canada. Yeah, it's starting next year, so next January. It's a 10-year deal. You're going to have to have Netflix if you want to watch Monday Night Raw. Hmm. Will you be able to go and watch the archive? That's what I'm wondering. That's a good question. That's what wrestling fans are awaiting a, an answer here. Because so it, once it airs, can you go back and watch it again yeah. right. as I many times so. as you With want? The way Netflix is set up, I'm just wondering if, you know, it, like are they going to have past Raws from years past? Yeah, well, that'd be it, sweet. From the 90s, the yeah. Attitude Era, I'd go back and watch those. Yeah, you Stone Cold come in in the beer truck and all yeah. that stuff, right? Like, that's what we need to see. And will they have commercials running through it the whole time? Will there still be commercial breaks like you would watch it on television? Or is like... Well, the best part about wrestling is you know when a commercial break's coming because they throw the guy out of the ring and it's like, oh, we'll see if he can get back. <laughs> you, know, you know, we'll be back in a few minutes. How will he ever get back in yeah. there? One question... God! <laughs> one thing I'm wondering about here, though, is... Are they going to have different, uh, you know, because sometimes a network will put down rules to the WWE, like, okay, we don't want a lot of blood, or we don't want this, don't, don't no swear. Sex. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, are we going to see a random boob now that it's on Netflix? Or <laughs> like, what's the, I don't oh, know. Oh, you think it's going in that direction? Yeah, I think, maybe. They're not censoring, they're asking for more nipples. Well, look, yeah, look at what you see on Netflix, right? Like, look at the shows that are on there already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who knows what we're going to see. <laughs>
I don't know. Fingers crossed. Huh? A little too excited about yeah. that, I guess. But, Maybe yeah. some Game of Thrones dong thrown in there for good measure. You never know. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's equal opportunity. we got to see everything. So, The Rock is also now on the board of the WWE. Other big wrestling story this week. I know. It, it, you know, it seems like when it, it just comes in waves here. It's all at all at once. So, yeah, he's uh, he's calling some of the shots there, I guess, which is interesting because looks like he's going to be a part of, you know, WrestleMania or something in the, the coming months here. So I guess if you're the decision maker, you're, you're probably going to win every time. Yeah. Or, you know, book, a, book a pretty good spot for yourself. Yeah. That guy does have some leverage. He's one of the most famous people on the planet. Right. So probably mutually beneficial for the WWE and The Rock there. He's doing all right for himself. Netflix, WWE, Monday Night Raw, making the move one year from now. Thanks, Mark. No problem.